On this episode of Interest Relations, things get uncomfortable as Rob and I discuss the sexual harassment story in the New York Times and the differences between personal and institutional responsibility. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob, with me as always, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! <laughs> Hola, Rob. Hola. Hey, man, it was really good to see you in Vegas uh, this week, so always like that. Yeah, you know, yeah same here, man. It was uh, a great restaurant choice. Um, thank you. We had you. a fantastic time uh, with some industry friends, so that was That's that right. Was, that was fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, that the, the cafe we went to the last yeah. day I was there, I guess, what, what do we, uh, is that a Korean? It's a Korean cafe. Exactly. Yeah, just, I mean, in the strip mall, when you open that door, you could, you thought you were in another world. It was That's fantastic. Right. Yeah. You drive up, it's like this random little strip mall. You're like, what the hell? And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's like a great first date spot. It's a great wife date spot. It's just a great spot. I think, yeah. you know, but it's pretty cool. But, uh, Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about happy topics today. Uh, well, you know, cause... before we get started, let me. <laughs> yeah. I've got a little bit of follow up from that I've kind of read from a couple previous episodes. Um, okay. The first one being our kind of Rapatoni uh, yes. episode. Um, yes. I saw that uh, Zenlist had kind of put something on LinkedIn. Yes. That um, I guess Zenlist was the one that did the ad edit, right? So that that's was right. a little bit. I mean, we didn't know anything. We were kind of doing conjecture, <laughs> that's right. but that's right. Um, if you want to go to LinkedIn and and go to Zenlist, uh, you can see what you know they're trying to say there. Uh, uh, they don't think we did it in malice or anything else. It's just they're just clarifying. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, we yeah, would yeah. we would kind yeah. of say that. And then you know, one thing I I've been hearing from some other vendors too lately is just on the on the Rapatoni thing is just. This isn't just a one, you know, everything is so connected and, you know, you can be a, you know, inside real estate, a Moxie Works, a Lone Wolf, a CoreLogic, a, a Black Knight, a Flex, and this outage affected you, right? Sure. None of it being your fault, but I mean, I just, you know, I've been hearing just a tremendous amount of work that these other vendors have had to do to kind of help yeah. out the situation, which is great. But, yeah. you know, I, I do think that there's you know going to be a consequence of all that time and energy being spent. Yeah. You know, um, in, in their, you know, everybody else, everybody has a, like a, a laundry list of what they want to get done for themselves. But when something like that, you have to kind of stop everything and, and, and go for it. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, who do you send the bill to? No, I mean it's just cost uh, of doing business, right? Yeah. Is it though? Yeah. I mean that—that's like I guess the real kind of question. I mean, if maybe you find it, the it, ransomware guys in Bulgaria, and then yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a it's a real tough one. But um, I just I thought we should acknowledge that too. Um, so Good those are the kind of two pieces of follow up that I kind of came up with. Excellent. Thank you very much, fabulous Greg Robertson. <laughs> Always in touch with the vendor community. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, clearly, we have to talk about this uh, Kenny Parcell situation, Ooh, which I've been wanting to avoid forever because I'm like, we don't have any unique takes. We don't have anything until I had a unique take recently. Um, but so as the, at the top of the show, I mean, I think we should bear 
it just we just have to admit it, right? As far as I like, we're two dudes, you know, two yeah. hetero dudes. Uh, at least we're not white, you know. So there, there's that, right? Uh, but uh, <laughs> well, half, <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but so is Obama. So you know. <laughs> uh, so I think we just have to say, look, clearly. Anything like sexual harassment, you know, like I'm married to somebody who's been a victim of it. You know, she has to deal with it every conference. So this is not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. I don't want anything we're going to talk about to seem like we're minimizing that. It's just we don't – it doesn't affect us to the same degree, you know. Yeah, not, um, not even close, yeah. Yeah, you know. It, uh, so having said that, clearly there's – it's become like the thing that everyone's talking about. Uh, I know you've written you've written about a bunch. Uh, you might have some updates for us, so let's just start there, Greg. Uh, what uh, what you got? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know a couple things. I mean, when the when the uh, article came out, I guess I was almost thinking it was going to have these kind of salacious texts and you know all this other kind of stuff, and it really didn't have that, right? It, it, it you know it it didn't have like a lot really, just. Um, a lot of things we already knew, I guess, right? Not, not to, like I said, not to minimize what was the accusa accusations were. It was just not a lot of new content. I'd kind of heard most of that before. Mm -hmm. You know, the uh, pictures of his belt buckle, or I guess that's a crotch shot too, right? Um, some other things. Um, and I talked to a lot of people about this, and and you know, even my wife and 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 women I work with in the industry, and. You know, what I what it all came down to me for was the guy slept with. He's a married man. He slept with a uh, an NAR staffer, right? That's the allegation here, right? And right. And I'm not sure he's ever really totally denied that, right? It's it's more of a thing of like, was that you know something that violated or crossed the line where he couldn't be president, right? Right. Um, and I, I guess NAR knew this, and they, and they, he still went ahead and became president. Now, having said that, right, I think we hope that our leaders, we want to hold our leaders up to a, a, a different bar than what we ourselves. I think, you know, I, I would hope so. We would want them to have a code of ethics. We'd want them not to pay off porn stars. We'd, we'd like them not to lie. We'd like yeah. them to take to, money to, from China and Ukrainian or, oligarchs. It you would know, be or, nice you know, to use, yeah. use their, you know, have their children benefit from their relationships. Exactly. I mean, yes. all those things, right? I mean, all those and, things. And you, but what happens when this, when the person that's doing that just says, does not, does not take that approach. It just basically says, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm, 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 I'm still, I still, this is, I still gonna, I'm still gonna take this position, right? I mean, sure. And then you add to that the, you know, to me, the, uh, so, so to me, at the end of the day, it's like when all this was ever, I was just looking at it like, well, that's to me enough where I don't care about it. I mean, I do care about everything else, but I mean, that alone right there should have been just like, get the hell, you know, step down do something else. Let's save everybody the drama. He did not do that, right? He waited. Mm -hmm. The New York Times article had to come through. Mm -hmm. So that that to me was like the tipping point from here. Just when I talked to everybody, like, okay, if I just looked at that, like, that's a that's beyond the pale. Th that should have it should have stopped there. It didn't. 
then thinking about it some more, it's like, okay. And again, it's a weird structure there. And I've heard that, you know, I think they're elected, right? So he's elected by an NAR yep. supposed to be member led, right? In so theory. in theory, right? But does the CEO even have the authority to to fire an elected official? We could check the NRA bylaws, but I can't imagine the association staff would have the ability to remove a president. I'm I'm sure there's impeachment, you know, clauses. Maybe I'm it sure goes there's through a committee. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So 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 having thought of that, I mean, or maybe they have to go through a it has to go through a committee, has to go through a whole process, right? So, and like what, that's an astounding, you know, if if you're a staff and you don't get that right, like we say before, if you if you come for the head of the king, you best not miss, right? So, you know, th there's there's a, a thing to that as well, right? Like if you're a staff okay. member, you, you want to be, let's, let's, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Let me finish my point. Yeah. You want to be make, you want to make sure that that happens, right? So, sure. um. Having said that, it's like if people come out to say, I "Think we lost Greg." Well, the CEO. Oh, the, you're back. No, no, you you were gone for like thirty seconds. Say say the last thirty, and then hopefully Myron can you know edit that okay. out. All right. So so having yeah yeah if you're a staffer. having said that, if you're a staffer, even if you're the CEO, if how can how can they? And I know some answers to this. How can they be held responsible, right? And 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 people asking for blood, right? You got former staffers, you got leadership that have their own axes to grind to say, oh, we want the CEO out, we want the general counsel out, we want the HR person out, we want every, you know everybody. Let's get a broom and sweep this up. Well, what you know again? What's what's the power there to happen? I, I totally get it. Should start from the top, right? But what if the infrastructure in there is just so muddled that y y there's no clear way of doing that, right? Mm -hmm, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, I just think it's 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 more complicated than you know a a, a corporation, right? It's more eh. complicated than you know like a, eh, a really. company or something. Okay. All right, so so that's that's so my here, my long diatribe. So here's. Like take on it. and I, I understand that I'm potentially wading into real controversial areas, but you know, I'm notorious Rob for a reason, right? So if you make the worst spin, in other words, take all the allegations as being true, right? Um, because here's the thing I would point out: we don't actually know, right? What happened? We know. Here's what we know: Kenny resigned. And that resignation to me feels like an admission of culpability in some way. Even though he denied, like, you know, no, this is, I had nothing to do with this, but my reputation is being ruined and I care about the brand, so I'm going to step down. Like, yeah, but if you resign, I mean, there's there's an element of like, you know, you must have done something wrong. Like, why would you resign otherwise? Um, what we know is that he's allegedly had a consensual affair with a staffer, right? What I've said about it is that's just a bad decision. Like that does again. He's fine. You're a married man. You had an affair. Like married men have affairs all the time. Married women have affairs all the time. Shit happens. That's a human thing. It's not illegal. It's not against the law to have an affair. It's bad judgment. It's bad judgment to have an affair with a staffer, 
But then again, you know what? Maybe they get married because they're truly in love. I mean, who the fuck knows? Like, I'm not judging somebody on that basis. I do think the whole, like, you read that post, don't shit where you eat, right? I mean, that's something I knew when I was 23. Like, you don't dip the pen in the company inkwell and all that stuff. Like, you just, you know, like, you just got to know better than that, right? Um, all the sort of hostile work environment, sexual harassment stuff, I have to say that the story was pretty thin on that, right? Because what's what started all this was Janelle Brever, the, the ex-lover or alleged lover, claimed that he had her fired right, out of some sort of retaliation or something. But before we could go to trial, before we could get any discovery, before anything could come out, they settled, you know? And she settled for a rather paltry amount of money. I, well, I, I, say, I think they clarified it as a severance package. If I'm correct, know, it that's not a settlement, right? Yeah, it's not a multi-million dollar settlement for whatever for sexual harassment. It was just give me my you know thing and I'll walk away. So there's a lot. There's some questions to be asked there, right? But the allegations, like the things, like the belt buckle crotch shot thing. Um, inviting people over to his house. I'm like, wouldn't his wife be at his house? Like a lot of these to me feel like misunderstandings. It, you know, who knows? It could be the tone, maybe the way he said it. Hey ladies, you want to come sleep over my house? Like that's a different thing. Hey, you know, I, I, you know, there's no reason for you to pay for a hotel. I've got a big house. Why don't you come over? Like, right. That there's some of that in there, but again, we'll never know now. Because he resigned, right. And he stepped down. He didn't fight. He didn't clarify, you know, the, Things that he was doing was just like sending out these dumbass corporate press releases. Like he should have come on a pod. He should have done a podcast. He should have come on with us and be like, "Here's what the situation is." He didn't do any of that. Like, okay, cool. Then we just got to go with what the allegations are, right? Even if we take everything at face value and say that Kenny was just this creep and was a sexual harasser and he created this hostile work environments and all this stuff, I'm like. How long has Kenny been in office? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, typically that position, you're you're it's a it's a year years long road to that, right? You're being sure. It's a years long road. Um, but he was president for one year, less than a year because he resigned. He was president elect for one year. Before that, he was first vice president for one year, right? While he was president-elect, there was another president, right? I think it was Leslie Rauda-Smith. Wasn't that her yeah. before, right? And when he was first vice president, there was a president and a president-elect. So I think that would have been Charlie Opler, right? So in other words, there were people above him in leadership. So I guess my question is, did this hostile like, work environment come into existence in November when Kenny took over? Right. Yeah. No idea whether um, the previous past presidents were sleeping with staffers. Um, Correct. Well, I'm uh, not talking no... about the sleeping. Yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about okay. the, the apparently the hostile work environment, right? The sexual harassment where women staffers did not feel comfortable. They weren't, you know, they weren't feeling safe, right? Was that only during Parcells' term as president? Is what I'm asking. Yeah. That I doesn't mean, make I... any sense to me. Right. So, uh, and again, the the Times article, and it's really a travesty that like 
women have to prove their, you know, oh, agree. it's always the women sure. have to prove like everything. Right. But to me, um, you know, they, they, they went back and talked about, you know, Sus Suzanne Mueller yep. back in the day. And that was a while, yep. but that she was at realtor.com and they're trying to make some connections there. That's right. Um, I don't think there was anything in the article that talked about anything, any previous things. No, right? no, the Did article you? specifically talked about like this incredibly hostile work environment. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it didn't give examples from any uh, that I can remember. I could be wrong here. Yeah. Um, examples from other like, you know, t you know, five years ago, this happened or three years ago, Look, this happened. It really focused upon um, a lot of, you know, I think recent events, right? No, like literally the, the headline says employee described a culture of fear at at NAR, right? And most of the article, I mean, yeah, most of the article is about Kenny and this belt buckle and whatever. But, you know, it's like, if there's this culture of fear, are you saying that that began when Kenny took office? Um, I, you know, to, give me, to me, the examples of that, that article, it, it seemed to be that, right? I mean, I didn't, they, I don't remember there being a lot of other examples. I mean, other examples. I mean, there's sexual harassment happens in every workplace, right? So I can't believe it's, it's, it was never happening there, right? But I mean, did it just get escalated to a level with, with, with uh, different, different leaders there? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so that, that's, that's like, to me, and this is where I think Inman made a really good point, one of their op-eds, saying that this isn't just Kenny, right? And that that guy who did the, um, not GoFundMe, what I'm thinking, a change.org petition, right? Now he's talking about we need wholesale change. I'm just pointing out that, like, fine, if we make this about one man, right, it's just Kenny Parcell, right, then I guess that's easy. It seems to be what everyone appears to want to do. I, for me, it just doesn't add up that one elected leader over the course of what one less than a year somehow created this pervasive culture of fear, right? And the New York Times article mentioned that one woman who was at some realtor event, another attendee like took a upskirt picture, right? She complained allegedly, to NAR yeah. League about allegedly and said that nothing was done, and then I was like, we investigated and took care of it or something like. That's before Kenny was president. Well, that uh, was at an event. I mean, that wasn't in no, the I, I building agree. or something, right? All I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a... Yeah, all I'm suggesting, Greg, is if there's this culture of fear, if there's this hostile work environment, right? I don't think it's rational to say this is all because of Kenny Parcell. That's all I'm getting at. Right. I guess the the uh, the sheer amount, was it 13 or 29 yeah, women. Uh, I mean, so something. I think something happened here that sure. that got a New York Times article read, and and again, maybe the um, what had happened previously, uh, what didn't reach that kind of level. I mean, again, I don't think it was probably. I don't think any company has no sexual harassment, right? But I mean, it does. Sure. It does appear that in this time frame with this guy, there's a whole lot of people complaining, right? So, is it one guy? That's actually what I'm asking. Is is this one guy problem, or is this an institutional problem? In your opinion, right? I mean, again, I don't. The only thing I, I, I I'm I don't even know what I don't know. But 
from what I'm gathering here, it is seems to focus on this one particular gentleman, right? Okay, and then, that's what. Right. That's so what I think the article that's, was. No, agreed, and and I think then that's really the crux of where things go from here, right? If this was Kenny, he's the only he's the only problem. Well, we got rid of him, so that there shouldn't be a problem, right? So all the people that are agitating for change, all the people that are whatever. Shut the fuck up. Go go home because this was a one man problem. If then the other hand, this is an institutional problem that it's not about Kenny, it's about something else, right? And that's clearly what like Brad Inman, for example, in his latest op ed is well, trying to not get just to. Brad. There's there's been you know others, right? So right, there's been there's yeah. been lots of others, right? Well, they uh, did have a, an executive committee meeting yesterday, and yeah. they did put out a statement that um, that they're going to bring some outside. Um, consultants in, I guess, to kind of examine the situation and see in what ways they could do better. Maybe they they look at the the chain of command structure, the way things are structured to have something in place because of because yep. of this. Yep. And they also made a statement that they're going to stand by the staff, and and, and yep. that includes um, the CEO. So I mean, yep. there is there are going to be some that are, and I've you know already read in some of the comments to my post that. They want the cabal to go, and and again, I I understand that. I mean, you can say this starts from the top, and that that the 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 top leader should be should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't understand. It's just a weird structure over there with the way people are elected and their staff and there's leadership and all that of like what what the framework is to kind of you know make change happen um, over there that I think does deserve to be looked at before. You just start cutting off heads. Sure. So, but here's the paragraph from New York Times, right? <clears throat> I was looking for this because I remember seeing something like this. Many women who brought concerns to NAR said that the response from leaders discouraged them from ever speaking up again about harassment inside the organization. 19 women who worked at or were active in NAR or its affiliates told the Times in interviews that they had endured sexual harassment on the job. Another 10 said they were subjected to a sexist, belittling culture. The Times also reviewed two lawsuits, a discrimination complaint and an internal memo sent to NAR's Human Resource Department that all pointed to a years-long pattern of harassment and retaliation at the organization. So years-long, yeah. Years-long. I don't... If you're telling me that's all Kenny Parcell, fine. I, I, need, to sh- I need to see some proof. Right, I see some evidence that this is all Kenny Parsons. I don't think anybody can say that you know uh, any you know that any company has to have not right. had or have sexual harassment at Granted. any time. Right. Granted, but the important, the other important thing about this for me is last year the president was a woman. Last year, right? Uh, year before that was Charlie. We've had female presidents, you know, like. Not not that long ago, right? If there's this this culture of harassment and retaliation and sexism belittling, that's happening when the president is a woman, right? When the president is not only a woman, but she's like out there talking about woman up and you know empowering female realtors and all this. Like that's happening when they were in leadership. No, right? I mean, but but again, some. Something got escalated. I mean, again, I don't. I agree with you. There's probably, and this is going to be any corporation, any company is going to have those things. But for whatever reason, this went. We have a New York Times article, right? Because mm-hmm. of 
Uh, and I think it started, and I think that really the, the thing was, is going back to what we talked about in the beginning, is he slept with a staffer. Okay. Right? And that that just was like, I think, the the straw that, you know, that that, that was the beyond the pale moment where, you know, just it just got people sure. kind of fired up. I mean, that we hadn't heard that that had happened but with any it, of the other presidents Greg, there. No, Greg, but having an affair with a staffer is not sexual harassment. Not classically. When you're, when, when you're no, in it, a position, it's, it's bad. It's it is a bad decision. You do have that quid pro quo thing going on. So let me rephrase that. It's not the kind of like unwanted touching or lewd gestures or shit like that, right? Yeah, I I I, I disagree with you. I mean, when when you have a work dynamic where you have a position person that's at a higher Agreed. position of power yeah. you than another person, you shouldn't right? do it. That you is sexual harassment. Okay, you're right. I, I'll grant you that. My point is, it's a little different, though, right? I mean, can we at least agree that it's qualitatively different than somebody coming up and like, or sending you dick pics, unwanted, right? Or touching what? you, rubbing your shoulders and grabbing your ass. I mean, can we agree that there's a slight difference oh, in slight, if it's consensual? I mean, sleeping with them, I think, is even you know, it's so consent doesn't matter. Times, Women have no ability. Times, hold on. So consent doesn't matter. Women have no ability to consent. I just think the power dynamic makes it just awful. I, I, yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, are you saying there's no difference between you made a, yeah, sexual harassment, there's a power dynamic, and you had an affair with a staffer versus you went up to women and started like rubbing them or unwanted touching or lewd gestures or inappropriate the, the, language. They're, they're both different, yes. I don't, I. That, that's what I'm saying. There, there's a difference, and I think women can see that difference as well. Yeah, this is the mansplaining has begun. Exactly, <laughs> but so fine. Bring women on, I suppose. I, I would love to hear from women if there's no difference between a consensual affair and, you know, hey, if you don't sleep with me, you're gonna lose your job, or, you know, let me grab your ass and then, hey, you know, call you honey. Like if if you tell me there's no difference in the three, fine, right? I think most rational people say there's a difference. It's just not to forgive the, you know, the relationship, right? I'm not saying let's forgive the relationship, but I think most people are like, yeah, there's a difference. There's, yeah, I'm I, I just I, I'm just not going to agree on which is worse. I, I mean, it's not for I, I don't. Uh, know. It's, I'm not saying well, okay, yeah. fine. It's not worse. It's not better. But you know, the issue is that it's not years long, uh, whatever sexist and belittling uh, culture at NAR. Is it? Yeah, again, I don't. I mean, Kenny having an affair with a all, staffer all I, is not years long sexist and belittling culture in air. Can we agree on that? I mean, I I don't know if anything happened before that was reported or not reported. I mean, all all I can say is that most of the things that that is I haven't most of the things that come to light are things related to him right now. I I, I don't. The, I I agree. Yeah. So I'm I, agree, I can't Greg. comment but Greg, on. No, you can't. It's a very simple answer question. The article and the women allege the NAR has years long. Where is it? Let me find that passage again. Uh, uh, the NAR has years long problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where the fuck is it? Uh, people are said, uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two lawsuits, discrimination complaint, internal memo, blah, blah, blah. 19 women 
told the Times they were endured sexual harassment on their job. Another tense, they were subject to a sexist, belittling culture at NAR, right? And reviewed blah, 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 all pointed to a years-long pattern of harassment and retaliation at the organization. That didn't start when Kenny started having an affair with the staffer, right? I mean, are we supposed to believe that? Okay, so then it's not about Kenny. That's my point, right? If there's a problem that it's not Kenny, it's the institution. Again, I mean... I think if there's a every, problem. if there's, I think every organization has to deal with sexual harassment. Sure, fine. And it's probably years long. Fine. In every every organization, but fine. Some sometimes something happens that accelerates that, that just goes crazy, and then sure that that goes, you know, and that just goes beyond, you know, anything that ever, anybody thought of, and then action has to happen, right? More action, more stiffer action has to happen. Um, than had before. These, those actions, this is, the, the, yeah. these actions are not, you know, if you're saying that some are different than others, some might might be a uh, a conversation with the, with the man or the woman. Uh, some might be a write-up, you know, but when you go to like sleeping with another, with a staffer, well, yeah. that's a violation of, first of all, the employer, the, pl- the employee, I guess in this case, signed something that says that you're not supposed to do that. Um, but you know the i guess I, I don't know if there was anything in place as far as for the leadership person that said that that was not a good thing um uh, besides just their own common fucking sense yeah and i'm like i'm not just like yeah that's just a poor bad decision but again you're 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 it's almost like you don't even want to deal with the central premise here right the central premise is you're right actions need to be taken we need to have corrective blah, blah. yes corrective action on what and don't sleep with a staffer? Do we end there? So, okay, NAR passes a new policy. Hey, elected leadership, you're not allowed to have relationship with staffers. Are we done? We good? Well, NAR's fine I, now? I think I think there's policies in place that that have said to to do all these other things that still get violated. So I mean it's, sure, it's exactly. a start, but it but it happens. But so that's my point. It's like it's not like NAR had some policy. Sexual harassment is good here. Like no, it was it was against policy. They had all the rules. They had policy. They had HR departments, and yet, nineteen women are talking about a sexist and belittling culture. That's right. years long. Don't tell me that's Kenny Parcell. That's all I'm getting at. So if you're gonna take action, fine, take action. I would love to see action happen because it sucks if NAR really is a sexist, belittling place. But don't tell me it's Kenny Parcell. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the, uh, that's something something with institution. It's not policy, right? Culture is different from policy. You could have all the policy in the world, right? But the culture is a whole different thing, right? No, I, so I understand. Li- I understand right. what you're saying. So, in light of that, then look at what the leadership response is today. Do you feel satisfied? I think. I think uh, this has brought to light a lot of different things, and I think it's shown that whatever they're doing is not working, right? And it takes maybe one incident like this to really just blow everything up to say, shit, we've got to do something here. And now they're taking you know, steps or actions to bring outside people in here to kind of look at things. I, I mean, you, know, what, you can be cynical about that, or you can say, okay, uh, 
that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think mo- I think a lot of people are being saying, okay, there's just more circle the wagons. Absolutely, but I think for NAR's sake, um, it is a like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? So this executive committee of leadership, right? This doesn't have staff in it, um, has made this decision. So that that's where we're at right now. So the decision in this case being, we're going to stand by Bob. Currently, while they get, you know, I guess some outside people here to look at things. Okay. All right. Then that's what it is. <laughs> so for my part, man, it's like I, I, I'm trying not to be cynical because every time some company, government, you know, some powerful whatever person, like something, you know, happens – they go, we are going to form a blue ribbon panel to investigate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. We're going to bring in a third party to investigate. Right. And then, like, for the next six months, I think, it's like, well, so what's, what's going on with the investigation? Well, we're still investigating. Can you tell us anything? Well, we, we can't tell you anything until the investigation is complete. Two years later, you're <laughs> like, okay, congrats. Right. And if that's the culture, then that's the culture, man. You know, if that's what realtors want, that that's what realtors want. And what can I say, right? What can I say? But because the thing that I wrote, what kind of got me on this, like I said, I don't want to, like, I don't have any special opinions about sexual harassment, right? What bugs me is that we have actual, like, potential criminal activities going on in one of the largest local realtor associations in the country, and nobody's interested. You and I are like yeah. the only people interested. I'm, apparently, I'm the only one like, hey, uh, can we talk about corruption over well, here? Let's, not, let's no, start, it's not sexual I, harassment. I, yeah, <laughs> I know you're talking about SDAR. I mean, yeah. you should put a link to your post in the show notes yeah. because that is a yeah. crazy story that nobody's talking about. And all of my posts about that are all public. You know, they're not behind the paywall. Like, I, 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 I would genuinely – because it – bugs the shit out of me for a lot of reasons. Like the first show that we did is because I know a lot of association execs and MLS CEOs who are super honest, super upstanding leadership. That's like really, you know, some of the best people. And then they have to now give tart and feather with the same fucking brush. Like, nah, but here's the thing. So I sent that thing out. I got to tell you, man, the number of responses I've gotten from people privately, emails, texts, et cetera, that all say something like, well, it's just the you know the it's too bad, but the society we live in now don't care about financial crimes. We don't care That's about cr- theft. Yeah, we only care crazy. about the salacious sex stuff. That's why the Kenny you know whatever Parcel situation blew up. But as long as you're just stealing money from members, it's it's not that like it's just kind of a given. What the fuck is that true? I don't yeah. want to believe it's true, but then judging by action so far, what other conclusion can you draw? Right? Yeah. So, and then, you know, CAR is like, we're investigating. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm sure SDR is like, we're, we brought in a third party outsider to investigate and get to the bottom of this. All right, I guess. <laughs> uh, everybody should read that, that your story on this. It is it is the most nutty thing I've ever read in 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 I mean, and I've read a lot of stuff out there. It's just crazy what is going on down there for sure. The thing that bugs me about both of these situations, right, is okay, there's a problem. Right? A problem has been uncovered. All right? In other words, and here's what I mean by that. If the New York Times story was 
Kenny Parcell, president of powerful whatever association, accused of sexual harassment and having an affair, right? And was just limited to him. That'd be one thing, right? That'd be one thing. That'd be like, okay, fine. Kenny's a bad guy. Get rid of him, right? If the, on the other hand, the problem is, and this is part of a pattern of years-long sexist, belittling, retaliation, a culture of fear, right? Then that's not Kenny, right? In much the same way, Mike Mercurio at San Diego Associate Realtors is alleged to have embezzled millions of dollars, right? If the story were, hey, Mercurio went and spent $15,000 at, uh, at a Louis Vuitton store and charged the company and he defrauded the company, right? One time, it was discovered last year, right? And the board has fired him and brought in someone new. That is a non-story. That's a single person, one bad person, one bad actor, gone. What's problematic about SDAR is that this has been going on for 10 plus years, yeah. which means that the board is either complicit or they're grossly negligent. They're asleep at the wheel, right? That's a different problem. So same thing with this NAR thing. Like if it's just, hey, Kenny Parcell is a creep and he happened to be president. All right. That's a one, you know, that's a simple issue, right? It's a one man problem. You get rid of the one man and we're done. Right. Same thing with San Diego. If it's a Mike Mercurio problem, you get rid of Mercurio, we're done. Right. Sue him, put him in jail, and we're done. We're not talking about that in either of these scenarios, right? In both of these scenarios, what everyone appears to be saying, what the New York Times is saying, what the evidence in the San Diego situation appears suggesting is that this is a institutional, systematic problem. And if you're going to deal with that by saying, well, we got rid of the one guy and we're investigating. Really? Is that good? Is that good enough? I'm trying not to be cynical, bro, but I don't, you know, like, no, really? I mean, you, you make a good point, right? I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, in that case, you know, it seems like, and again, this is all alleged, so we may be totally off, but in the SDR case, I mean, it, a lot of people got a lot of gifts, right? So it seems to be some sort of complicitness. Um, there's, there were these firings of people that brought these things to light. There was, mm -hmm. seems to me, a lot of connection between staff and leadership. Um, and, you know, we'll have to see how it shakes out if there's more stuff that's uncovered in this case with NAR of it really being a, you know, a, uh, a uh, you know, symbiotic relationship between staff and leadership that, that does this, uh, mm -hmm. that's a, uh, for cover up or whatever else it is, right? For sure. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just all just, ugh. Where's the accountability? Where should the accountability be? So for, let's take the NAR sexual harassment case, right? Okay, Kenny Parcel was, let's just uh, agree, right? All the allegations are true. Kenny Parcel was a creep, right? And he sexual harassed staffers, right? Okay, the accountability for that presumably is Kenny Parcell, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. This years-long culture of fear and sexual harassment and belittling, is that also, like, what is the accountability for that? Who's got the accountability for that? Yeah, I Kenny? mean, it, it wasn't clear whether or not that, it's probably, the answer is probably both, where most of that was within the leadership ranks, 
or that was at NAR's building or a combination of both, right? So, but you know, there's there there's there's different there different things to kind of look at there. The, the accountability to me is like, and again, this mirrors to me the country, and you know, we can argue this back and forth, but um, we we just I think it's just different now culturally. Like, we used to be able to count on people listening to their better angels, you know, leaders that would that. And I, and I know it's like morality isn't like everybody's going to have vices. I mean, you know, you know, the, the, the example I always hear all the time is like, well, Hitler was a vegetarian and he never cheated on his wife. So he must be a great true. guy. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, and, you know, you add into the, the, the travel culture of like this whole industry we're in and every, everything else of the, of the circus that we're involved in. Um, I, I get, you know, you don't want to make too many judgments. You don't want to throw too many stones in a glass house. Sure. But you would hope that some people have some sort of like line of morality or, or I don't know, morality might be the wrong word, but some sort of, you know, level of shame. I, I don't even know if shame is the right yeah. word. Shame is to, the right to word. To say, yeah, I fucked up and I don't – <clears throat> I'm not going to put anything else through this for my, my failings, but, um, or, you know, my, uh, whatever. Um, and it just, it just doesn't happen a- a- anymore. I mean, you know, what was the, the famous thing where it was, uh, who was the guy that came up with the, the red list, right? Uh, McCarthy. List. Oh yeah. McCarthy yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Right. And yeah. at one point, one of the senators inside the, uh, the room says, ha, you know, Mr. McCarthy, have you no yeah. shame? Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, and the courage that that took and finally kind of turned the thing. You, you, you just – you can't make those kind of statements. Everybody. Everybody's so polarized that, you know, there's no single authority of, you know, of like the old thing also. Like, you know, if you lost concrete, concrete, uh, concrete Walter Cronkite um, – who is an old newscaster, then you've lost the, you know, you've lost the country, right? Mm-hmm. When Walter Conkright came, Con- Cronkite. Yeah. Cronkite came out and said he was, he thought the Vietnam War was like lost, a bad yeah. idea. Lost, no, he said, then, I, we, we, yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a, a, a single, an authority we all could look at, right? Mm-hmm. That said, okay, this is beyond the pale, whatever. It's just, it's all over the place now. And, and it's just, it's unfortunate. I don't think we'll, I, I don't think we're ever going to get that back, and it just makes things just so much more complicated. And and I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just sad in a way. I guess I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a very sad situation, but you know, I don't know. Look, that I think there are two ways of looking at this. One is kind of your I think kind of your position, which is you know honor has been lost. There's no shame. And this, this is just how it is, so we should just deal with it. I, I, that's fine. You know, I, I'm perfectly okay. Like, you know, Bill Clinton didn't step down, right? Yeah. And it's I don't think anyone could deny that man. Like, you know, JFK the, had affairs, right? You know, allegedly, right? Allegedly, but you know, talking about like having affairs with staffers, he was, you know, fucking some 21 year old intern. Like, he didn't step down. He didn't admit it. it's like, yeah, you know, I fucked up. You know, there's none of that. He fought like hell. So we get it. 
you know, Trump for, uh, did some crazy ass shit. I'm almost like he paid off uh, Stormy Daniels. Like he didn't step down. There's no shame, right? Biden's accepting money from all sorts of foreign government. He's not stepping down, right? So fine. If we want to say, look, that's just leaders. That's just how it is. That's just be cynical. Nobody's going to take any accountability. I remember like uh, there was this thing back at least in the 80s and 90s where um, like Japanese have a culture, right? Where the leader like takes responsibilities like, but it's not your fault. Yeah, but this thing happened under my watch. I as the leader are going to resign and, you know. Very binary. It's it's very much like I'm taking accountability. I will step down because this truck fire happened under my watch, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's, I don't even know if Japan does that anymore, right? (laughs) I really don't. So we could take it that way and say, hey, yeah, okay. All the people that should be held accountable, they're just going to run and hide. They're going to issue statements and they're going to have some blue ribbon panel and a third party investigation that two years later will issue a report, you know, clearing them of, of all wrongdoing. Okay. That's possible. That could be the way it is, man. And we could just accept that. Or we could say, no, this is unacceptable. And if they're not going to hold themselves accountable, then I guess the rest of us have to, one way or another. Right? Or not. Or just go about your day. Right? Go about your day, go about your business. But if you're doing that, then I guess I kind of feel like spare me your outrage. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're all upset about this culture of whatever at NAR, this, that, and the other thing, uh, but you're Hey, now that Kenny's been fired, and oh, good, they're going to have a third-party investigator, investigator, right? I'm perfectly satisfied. Then spare me your outrage. Yeah, spare me your outrage. Same thing with SDO. Oh, it's terrible that there's corruption going on. But hey, you know, they're going to look into it. You know, I'm sure there'll be a blue ribbon panel form that will come out with a study two years from now. Spare me your outrage. So what are they supposed to do? Who? The average member that says, I mean- Leave. Leave. Get the fuck out. Right. Leave. So, so Stop not, paying so, your dues. <laughs> like, so the actions of 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 this of the these few mean you mean you lose your livelihood. Either that or they step down. Again, and then how, what do the what does that member do to make them step down? Uh, so is it just one person? That's up to your conscience, right? But I do think about the large brokers. I do think about. I mean, even now to this day, every franchise in the country has a requirement that every one of their agents has to become a realtor. Every one of their franchises has to join NAR. Maybe get rid of that. It's like, hey, you know what? We don't. We're not, so look. It's an ultimatum. Hey, everybody, you guys take accountability, or we're out. Yeah, that's a corporation. You, I mean, you're talking about like you know, you don't want to hear an agent. Uh, say anything you want to have them spare their outrage I mean there's not a lot of people just can't one person a lot of times cannot just you know they're not going to lose their livelihood they they it's 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 a hard thing to do for somebody um they can still be pissed about it I don't I I wouldn't I wouldn't like fault somebody for still crying about it but I mean the a lot of times you're like a lot, you know, they can not vote. They can try to put somebody else up there, do those kind of things. But sure. I'm not going to say stop bitching. No, right? I'm not saying stop bitching. I'm saying if you're satisfied with this, 
that this is my point. If you are, it's like, oh, okay, well, they got rid of Kenny and they're going to do a third party investigation, then I'm satisfied. I'm good. Then spare me your outrage, right? That's all I'm getting at. No, and you're right. I'm not. I'm not asking individual realtors to be like, screw it. I don't need MLS access, so I'm out. I'm not right. saying that, dude. But at a minimum, you can't be like, okay, well, if you're doing a study, then then we're good. And two weeks from now, I'm going to forget about this because there's something interesting on Instagram, right? Like, don't don't like no. Nah. If you show up in November, if you go to that, you know, the NAR Expo, yo, you better do something. What is that letter of the the group of thirty nine or something? Did you get a 37. copy of that letter? Thirty seven, right? Yeah, I, I saw a copy of it. Yeah, yeah, because you're much more plugged in. You're much more industry insider than I am. Um, right. Where 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 are your names? Yeah, again, there's a fear of retaliation for sure, right? Okay, well then you know. Oh, that but that letter, if I remember, if Kenny doesn't step down, then this is just the beginning bullshit. All right. Can we see a phase two? No? Then okay. Well, then okay. Yeah. Then I'm not saying to it. I'm saying I'm going to yeah. judge you I think one thing is, by is your actions. You, yeah. I think one thing that, that is going to happen is it's not over. You know, whether it's a third party or the Times goes into it more or some other outlet goes into it more, I think we're far from over here. Well, here's the thing. What I do think is None of this shit would have happened if a third party did not get involved in the first place. Well, but but so, that here's the thing is they did because I think they hired somebody to, to look into it. They found nothing wrong with what Kenny did and they made him president. So, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, they, I, I'm sure. I, I don't know for sure, but I mean, I think that's, they had to have, they, minimum, they had to have an attorney look at this. Right? You think? I, I don't know. All I'm saying is in both the San Diego case and the NAR case, it took a third party, an outside media company to come and report on this before yeah. we did anything. Yeah. Right? So that to me is a challenge to all of our industry press, who I sort of take to task in my latest, right? Like, it's great that Inman wrote seven stories about it after the New York Times, right? Don't you have an investigative re- – like, you guys are reporters, right? You're journalists. Real Estate News is out there. Housing Wire, The Real Deal. Like, do you all have journalists? Like, I, 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 That's, I think, unfair. I, I know that Inman, you know, Andrea and some others have broken a lot of stories here about NAR and others um, previously, right? But, um, you know, this is, you know, this is a, this is a New York After, Times story. Hold on, hold on, dude. After the lawsuit was filed – and all these allegations happened, right? How many weeks went by before the New York Times ran its story? Like, well, I want to say it's well, like three weeks. I think, well, it's like July 22nd, I think, was when that lawsuit came up, right? So that's about- A month? A, sure. A month goes by. Inman couldn't well, they, interview they wrote they, they wrote a story about it. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't they know. Wrote, they, here's a that. lawsuit. Yeah. Did they, they can't interview- Women who work at NAR? I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know the machinations of of, the, of all those organizations. I, so no, it's fine. I, I I'm just saying. Hey, industry press, right? Why do you always wait for some third party to break stories like this? That that's my. It's it's more of a challenge to them, right? It's like you guys have journalists. You guys have good reporters. Let them go report. Why There's didn't you write about li- this? I'm not a fucking journalist, dude. Are you? Well, it's a 
you know, it's you're a commentator. People people respect what you say. Hold on. Are you, you? I mean, you break stories too. Are you a journalist? I don't know what a blogger means. <laughs> exactly. I've never said a journalist, I'm a journalist. If somebody sues me, I mean, for Christ's yeah, sake. I've never said I'm a journalist, right? right? Even though the Department of Justice called me a journalist, but hey, that's I didn't call myself that, right? I've never said that. I have a lot of respect for journalists, right? Real journalists. I'm just, and I know we have real journalists, right? In, like Andrea's fantastic at Inman. So why can we get some can we get some journalism action going? from inside the industry. So we don't always wait for CBS 8 to break San Diego. We don't always wait for New York Times to break this. And then everyone will go, rah! Can, can we do some of that internally? Maybe that's too much to ask, right? Because, you know, culture of fear. And, you know, how do you expect people to make money? Which then is fine. I ain't judging. Okay, I ain't judging. But <laughs> please spare me your outrage after the fact. Okay, can we wrap? Because I, this is like the most uncomfortable <laughs> episode that we've ever recorded in my, my book. True that. So let's wrap with this. Uh, I know I'm being a little harsh. I get it. And I've already like texted with some people. The reason behind it is because I actually have a lot of respect for um, what so, some individuals, some institutions are capable of. I'm simply asking them to start doing it. I'm asking like CAR to not – like that just – claim or to invest, like start publishing, like start doing this in public, start holding people accountable. I'm asking NAR to do the same. I'm asking Inman and Real Estate News and all the journalists, like start reporting. You guys are fully capable of it. The industry could really use it, right? So I'm going to end it there, you know, and it's not a fun episode, but uh, we'll get past, we'll get past and everything yeah. will be better, you know, once we Get we have past to do it, it and yeah. improve. I'm, I'm going to be thinking this all week of like our next episode would be a very light topic of like you know, you know, do what type proper? of yard sign really attracts everybody? Uh, you know, attracts yeah. the eyeballs. That's yeah. that's where yard signs. Yeah. We're talking about yard yeah. signs next episode and on yard signs? relations. Okay, yeah. I'm completely unqualified. So we'll have uh, Sunny come on and do that. Well, part. listen, <laughs> we're we're unqualified for this discussion for Christ's sake. I don't know. I mean, these are all just opinions on this and that. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for sticking around with us through this very painful discussion, but it's one oh, that needs God. to be had. So, you know, we had it. Um, and all I right. guess I'll, I'll see you in another couple weeks here, too. So, yes, sir. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Thanks, everybody. Right, Ciao. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh. You should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. 
Get started today at thecontentbox.com.